0: Hello, I'm Riverside County Sheriff Chad Bianco, and welcome to another episode of the RSL Roundup. Today we have with us in our studio, Chief Bill Weiser, and we're happy to have him here, glad to have him here. We're going to talk about FIRE and FIRE's relationship to law enforcement and how we work together to keep Riverside County safer. So, Bill, thank you for being
1: here. Thank you for having me. It's going to be a fun time. My first podcast. Really? Yeah, this is the number one. Yeah. I'm honored. It's it's, I am too. Very good. I hope we don't <laughs> screw it up. Well, we'll see. Let's, let's <laughs> with not you putting, and I together, there's uh, no telling. It's going to go different.
0: Yes. So uh, thanks for coming on here. So sure. For the audience, why don't you tell them just a little bit about yourself
1: and how you became um, the chief here in Riverside County? Well, sure. I've been with CAL FIRE for 41 years. This is my 41st fire season. I started in Fresno. I came here to Riverside in 1986. I went through the ranks. And in 2020... Uh, I uh, put in for the fire chief position and, and was uh, awarded that or appointed that position. Yep. Very nice. And that was the board that
0: appointed
1: Well, you, or is it a combination of it's a combination. an agreement with Cal Fire yeah. and the county? And- so Riverside County Fire Department and our contract cities, um, we contract out for labor for Cal Fire. We staff the equipment and we provide leadership. So when I got the Cal Fire unit fire chief job, um, a couple of days later, um, per the contract, I was then appointed the Riverside County Fire Chief. Very good.
0: Mm-hmm. So it, it's very for for our. Listeners and and viewers, it's very much like Cal Fire for most of the state is very much like us with our contract cities. So our yep. cities, some of 17 of our municipalities contract with us for law enforcement services the same way counties
1: do with Cal Fire. 36 of 58 counties yeah. in California. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the overall majority.
1: Sure. And here in the county, the Riverside County Fire Department is. You know, they contract 19 cities contract with. We County to provide fire services, and that's why um, the deputies and our firefighters are always have a lot of interaction because we are contractors together.
0: Yeah, and as as far as the the first responders go and working together, uh, a lot of the nine one one calls generated require both of our yeah, agencies they do. to respond. So they, sure do. they do work together. I mean, we you growing up at whatever station we're in, we know what fire stations are in our area, and yep. and we become very acquainted with the. The people working there and them with us, and it's a it's a very seamless, um, good working relationship.
1: Yeah, it has been in uh, in the 30 years I've been here, um, and one of the things that you've continued and even grown as the sheriff is, I really appreciate the, you guys have always watched our guys' back, right? So the deputies that are on the streets and their and their sergeants have always been kind of listening and making sure that when we're going to calls that they can kind of know are going to be a little difficult. They're there to watch. our six is always the best way I can say it. There's been many times I've I walked out of something or someone's house after having a medical aid, and well, there's a deputy right there, just kind of making sure everything's going the right way. Yeah, absolutely. There's sometimes you know
0: dispatch knows sometimes with with those call too, and it, yeah. while it may be a fire call, yeah, uh, we still get that notification that you're going there and. Deputies usually respond. Well, think
1: how many times deputies are closer uh, to drownings and those kind of things. And deputies sometimes get there first before uh, fire piece equipment does and even starts uh, that uh, life saving piece. Yeah. Right? CPR, those things, especially in infants. We see that too much, I'm afraid, in our county drownings, especially absolutely. infants. Um, and it's that time of year. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, it's, uh, not to put you on the spot, but off the top of your head or roundabout, how many firefighters do we have here? in Riverside
1: County we have 1180 that's a lot that's a lot Uh, and then we also have a county staff of about 260 so there's a county staff from dispatchers as well as mechanics people to pay the bills Um, our IT department is all actually still county employees so we're a combination of both Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the
0: firefighters are actually CAL FIRE. So it's the personnel fighting fires yep. that are the
1: contract. Yeah, we do the because, like I said, we staff the equipment and provide leadership within the department. Right. That's our so, job.
0: Yes. So in addition to the the actual firefighters, the ones on the engines and the ones responding to wildfires and everything else, you have investigators. I do. You have criminal investigators sure that, that actually do the arson investigators mm-hmm. or investigations. Yeah. Um, that's really where our investigations unit work hand in hand trying to
1: determine who starts some of these fires? Well, they do, right? Our law enforcement bureau um, has got 11 officers assigned to it. Um, and we we do kind of work hand in hand. Often when it comes to arson, there's also other crimes that are kind of happen at the same time where, um, as you know, those can be things of passion often where people are burning things down. So our two departments do meld together very well, as well as, you have the jail so we have to bring we have to bring whoever we arrest absolutely
0: <laughs> absolutely and and really as far as i mean i don't remember any all of the fires that um that i believe that have been that we've determined have been arson in riverside county mm-hmm. for as really for as long as i can remember we've caught people i mean we've yes we do we've tracked them down and e- either your guys or combination of us and you know we've we're very good at finding Catching the nurses. people that are
1: destroying our, our hills. We, we really are. And not only is it destroying our hills, but um, burning down houses, um, commercial, whether uh, commercial property and, and cars and, and everything, right? Yeah. You know, fire is a big, a big destructive force that people sometimes unleash and um, takes all of us to get it done. Yeah. And
0: along those lines with the crimes, you know, that, that we charge people for, inevitably there are firemen and, and deputies that get hurt. Yep. During these these fire operations, and yep. and that's an additional charge that we yep. that we charge them with. Absolutely, yeah, it's um and and unfortunately we're coming into that season again. Um, as soon as this, the summer gets warm and the weeds die and things get brittle, it's gonna it's gonna start. Yeah, it's it's
1: yeah. already on us. Really, I mean, look at Orange County. Just what two three weeks ago, they just had a kind of a regular regular coastal day and they had a pretty destructive fire uh burnt down at least a dozen houses and, and they, yeah, they were yeah. Big ones. They were there
0: were a, a lot of money involved in those
1: yeah but a house uh, is somebody's home no matter if it's a mobile or a big one it's somebody's everything their life yep. yeah it's their and everything you can't get those things that are inside you of those personal
0: properties and nope. the, the the fires that I've been around where where we've had people that have lost their homes um, you know when you can't it's hard and then sometimes you can't console them when you know they want to get in there and we, we have to keep them out yep. while you're still fighting the fire we yep. got to keep them out Yep, and uh it, it's hard to console them when when they're 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 yelling that's their life everything everything that they own everything that their memories and and all of those things that um they may have had for generations that that they've lost in those they in just want to go
1: and look through it yeah. and and ensure that the uh, safety of that stuff is intact. I know your officers, do, your deputies do a terrific job at keeping people out so that the correct homeowner does able to go in there. But even when we talk about some of our larger fires, our wildland fires where often, again, here we are working real hand in hand. I think some people don't understand that your deputies are the ones often that are gonna tell people to evacuate. It's not gonna be a fire engine. It's gonna be deputies out on the ground during a wildland fire telling people they need to evacuate, get out of here, because our fire crews are actually actively fighting the right. fire, right? And so that's how we work in unison on doing that, right? Our, our, we work together in determining those evacuation areas and warning areas. They know we're unified commanders and then really It's the law enforcement side that goes out and does those evacuations. I think think some people don't understand how that actually works that way.
0: Yeah, they probably don't. And you said at the Unified Command where where we come in and where I know what my role is, you know what your role is. And and we try and make sure that we stay out of your way. And, I mean, you've got to get equipment in there and firefighters and everything else. And the last thing you need is is someone blocking the road or uh, refusing to leave. And so – and it really – neither one of us are telling the other one what to do we already know what we're supposed to do and it's just one of those seamless things that uh, if something needs evacuating we try and stay out of your way we keep the routes out so you can come in and uh, it it just works out that way and we we talked a little bit about arson um, but we're coming into we're coming into the fourth of july season already we sure are and um, a lot of our fires are started by illegal fireworks they are indeed Um, I know last, you know, within the last couple of years, um, we've lost houses, we've lost a lot of property, we've lost, you know, hillsides and and everything else. And it's unfortunate that people feel the need to, to get these industrial fireworks and set them off in neighborhoods.
1: It it really is. And they're so dangerous to even have and store uh, around your house. Um, It's terrible. We look at that um, storage of uh, fireworks last year in Ontario. eh, it pulverized a neighborhood, and yeah, it was threatened, block. right? It threatened children, um, and families. It was a really destructive um, incident. I'm glad we haven't had one of those here in Riverside County, but people keep going down this route. We're going to, yeah. You know? we've got to be able to have people enjoy those great uh, firework displays within so many of our cities that allows people to watch. Um, from a wonderful park and enjoy it all right enjoy those big fireworks and and enjoy that and
0: and the the argument for the last couple of years was the the shutdowns because of covid and the city stopped their fireworks displays and um a lot of the the independent fireworks displays stopped but they're they're back now they're They're coming back and uh it's we should we should be enjoying that community involvement of going to those places and watching watching the big fireworks displays that they're put on professionally where we can sit around there and make sure that should there be a fire from one of those it's put out immediately sure and and we keep people safe and uh hopefully hopefully we're able to to manage that a little bit better this year i hope that people just don't do what they've done for the last couple of years and uh little bit more responsibility
1: I hope so but I, I also hope people understand that you and I along with the other departments here in the county have been told by our our elected officials as well and you're a willing participant in this is that you know we have to enforce the laws that are, are there and fireworks are illegal in Riverside County and so we understand our, our logo of you light it we we write it um, our law enforcement will be out with yours um, enforcing those laws and giving people fines yeah. for writing illegal fireworks or lighting illegal fireworks. We're going yeah, to we, fines. We will be in
0: full force for yep. leading up to the 4th, the 4th, and even after the 4th because we know it It starts early. People can't wait. Nope. And then they've didn't get enough on the fourth so they continue for the next couple of days
1: i don't know what's going to be worse having the weekend first before the fourth or the fourth following on the weekend i don't know but we'll wait and see this yeah, year right it's, it's going to it's, be challenging yeah
0: it's, it's funny that we have to think of those things and plan <laughs> our
1: plan our scheduling and our
0: and our personnel around yeah what could happen or what we we have to guess what people are going to we what do. they're going to do we sure do yeah it's crazy the, um, oh gosh I was just thinking of something um, oh I was you were you made mention about Riverside County fireworks being illegal there are no fireworks legal in Riverside County
1: well so there are some cities in the desert that have safe and sane fireworks it is it is legal those cities have made that ordinance and made that change um, they are uh, desert hot springs California um, Cathedral City and Coachella, they have Safe and Sane, they allow them there, but they are very specific, and those are very small communities that allow that. The rest of Riverside County, no, it's illegal to have Safe and Sane, any kind of fireworks. All of it's illegal right now. Yeah. You know,
0: when you, you think, it, I mean, a lot of it, you look at the desert, and people will say, oh, there's nothing to burn. It's actually, there's a lot of fuel to burn. There uh, is. The palm trees that are everywhere go yep. up like Roman candles. They do. I mean, those things are like matches when they when they catch fire. And it's, it's so dry and brittle here that grass goes and the breeze takes it and weeds and brush and everything else. Uh, and we have a lot of that around. There, and, and you don't you, think
1: about it because you don't notice it, but it's, it's all there. It's all there. And then you've been with us on, on fires where it's windy out there in the desert. It always is. It blows uh, rooftop to rooftop. It's yeah. just bad enough, right? Those, those fireworks are letting vegetation, palm trees on fire like you talk about as well, rooftop to rooftop. It's a huge threat. So the
0: talking about the the growth and everything else what what is what should people know about prevention, about wildfire prevention, especially in our mountain areas or mm-hmm. the people that live close to our hills. I mean, we're in a beautiful area in Riverside County, but we we're close to hills with all of that brush and everything else. And mm-hmm. what should people know about that?
1: Well, those people that live, and we call it the urban interface, or when people are living right up the coast of the wildland, you want to make sure that we have your defensible space. Um, it's under 4290, public resource code 4290 talks about that you need to have 30 feet down to the bare mineral soil, or really without any kind Kind of vegetation, and then a hundred feet past that, where you can have ornamental vegetation, grass, those kind of things. But it's really important that people do that and take care of their properties prior to us really walking into fire season. And now's a good time. Well, we're getting away from any rains. We pretty much know we're not going to have any spring rains uh, this last week. And I was cleaning up my own backyard, which needed a little help. So yeah, making sure that I'm fire ready to to you know, in case something happens. Remember, cast because I mean, remember, even if fire is going to be away from here for a bit. A little spot, easily a quarter mile, half mile away from the main fire, is we all know our winds here in Riverside County. It'll carry that and, and, it and start just takes fires. Just one yeah. Yep. And so the
0: you can tell. I mean, it, we we, lo- we love our rain. We have to have our rain in the in the winter and yep. in, in the early spring. But uh, when it's all beautiful and green we really don't necessarily like that when we're talking about fires in the summertime because the greener it is in the spring the worse it is for us because that that brush and that grass grows so fast yep. that it it all dies and it's all fuel
1: it is and you you realize you can watch the news and everybody will tell you and it's just true with data we just didn't get a lot of rain this winter mm-hmm. you know we had a dry january february march april may we just haven't had a lot of rain we had a lot of rain right there in the winter december november we, we caught about 10 inches but we haven't had anything since then and so all those fuels that were normally dependent on that rain in the winter they're all dry like you're saying and they're ready to burn and i think that that fire in orange county is just a great example of that right something right off the coast boom it went because it's been so dry
0: yeah 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 definitely something that we have to think about and and residents need to think about and uh, especially this time of year, because we we love our summers here, but yeah. summer and breeze is not good for firefighting. No, <laughs> it's not. Not. <laughs> not at all.
1: The fall is always the worst for us, but right now we're walking into it.
0: Yeah, just um, so one thing that we were we we're talking about. We we briefly mentioned the fireworks, and we're we're going to be out in force sure. um, with those calls. And there, it's a the the illegal fireworks, especially in neighborhoods. Um, you know, they're in my neighborhood, uh, there are a lot of animals. There's horses. My horses. Um, one of my dogs definitely do not like the fireworks, and um, my, one of my neighbor's horses was injured uh, pretty badly. Okay. Um. So we, it's – it it. it it's, it's hard. I mean, people will say, well, I, I can do whatever I want and it's my property and it's my house. It's, but you've got to care about your neighbors. You've got to care about the people around you and you their do. animals and, and their kids and whatever the case may be. And it's a, it's a huge drain on our services,
1: the amount of calls for service that we get because of those fireworks. It really is. I think about um, when I look at our stats for the year, it's the highest year for us to run calls. And and remember, we run medical aids during the pandemic and everything else. Still, the 4th of July is that day that was the spike for us for as much, as you said, not only fires, but medical aids and, yeah. and all that requests for service during that time. It's just because of illegal fireworks. It just makes that whole thing worse. Yeah. I, I, know, I know you it.
0: spiked, too, and I, I don't know if you have that exact numbers. I cheated and looked and, and, and saw what we had for in 2021 we had 8700 calls for service for fireworks
1: well then we had a then we
0: had, uh, had 8800 8, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <for better. laughs> that's what i figured no, let
1: me look at that yeah no ours is more <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah it's uh, and it it's a huge drain and yeah. we we want to send deputies to those as much as we can sometimes sometimes we can't and we don't get out there to everyone yeah. um but we we definitely do try and we still have a regular job to do there's yeah. still regular calls for service that we have to handle mixed in with all of the the illegal calls for service so i'm hoping that people think about that think about what they're doing to their neighborhood their community and and to us in particular when uh you know we we may be and even sometimes when you go out and you find somebody uh that may be doing an illegal firework operation in their neighborhood where they've got everybody gathered and they've got these industrial fireworks displays going off, when we go out there and we and we will go out there, the we chances will. are we will yep, and um we're there for a while and ties we're us up to, absolutely it ties us up for a long time because we're going to take all of those fireworks we're we're gonna take them safely, we're not just going to throw them in the trunk and take off. And it does tie us up from services that we, we probably should be standing by or, or handling uh, when we're not there. So right. uh, I'm
1: hoping that, like I said before, it's a little bit better this year and people think a little bit. And... Me too. You know, as we just went past Memorial Day, one of the things that we learned together going down this journey is it also affects the uh, men and women that have served in the armed forces. That we, we've had 20 years of war, and we have a lot of men and women that are back here in beautiful Riverside County, as we have a lot of patriots that lived here. We have a little consideration for them too we've learned through some of their experiences all these fireworks really isn't that good for them either yeah, that's, that's, a yeah. that's a good point to make that's a good point to make because I,
0: I I specifically remember last year there we had several of those um, that were PTSD related yep. where people were calling in because yep. of what their neighbors were doing and um, the I mean that's a serious it's a serious issue and really that, is. that mental aspect of being thrown back into that that probably horrible position that they were in right um, they I mean, we don't know how they're going to react either, and it takes them mentally back to a place where they don't want to be, and um, it, sometimes it causes irrational behavior that um, would could have easily been pre- prevented had they not been put in that situation. Exactly. So, um, thinking about your neighbor and thinking, caring about other people more than yourself a little yep. bit is probably a, a, a wise thing for for our Fourth of July.
1: Uh, celebrators yeah and just getting out there and watching those big celebrations throughout our all of our most of our cities here in, in Riverside County you have just these wonderful big celebrations you can go and enjoy
0: yeah I know I, and off the top of my head I wish <clears throat> I, I should have thought about this before and found exactly the ones that were going but I know Riverside always has theirs at Mount Rubidoux sure um, Canyon Lake I know is having a, a big fireworks display this mm-hmm. year uh, the city of Reno Valley I haven't I haven't heard if they were doing it or not, but typically theirs is, is, a, is a very large
1: one. I can't imagine that they're not. Temecula always does a great one uh, down there by the fire station, which are, we always have a good view when I used to work there. So, yeah, no, there's a, there's plenty throughout all of Riverside County. Uh, I'm sure there's some in the Pass area as well. It'll be wonderful. Yeah, take the time, look it up, and yeah. find a good place to take the kids and I know both of our yourself. websites will have it on there somewhere. Yes, RBCfire.org will have them listed somewhere, and the sheriffs will too. Absolutely. Good.
0: What else? That, that, I, I don't want to keep beating it,
1: beating a, the fireworks um, horse, but... Well, I think one thing that's, uh, that's happened in the news lately is that uh, terrible incident that was in Texas where there was uh, an active shooter mm-hmm. that happened down there. And, and I want the people that are listening to your podcast to understand that our two departments train together for active shooter. None of us want to see it. We hope and pray that that never happens. But here in this county our law enforcement and fire agencies have do train together and work together um, to have to deal with an incident that's like that. And I I just want to make sure that people don't think that, you know, we're not on the same page. Yeah. I'm
0: I'm glad you said that because I've, I've fielded those calls already. And um, I mean, God forbid, I don't want that happening here. We don't ever want that in, we don't want them anywhere, but um, certainly not in our own backyard. And, you, I hate to Monday morning quarterback. I'm the, I'm the first one to, to criticize anyone for Monday morning quarterbacking, but in situations like this, we do have to look at what we do here and and how we train and what yep. we train for and and what we instruct our personnel to do. and it's it's a little different than it is in other places. It is. And um, I mean not to not to criticize them, but I certainly, I, I certainly would hope that um, we have different outcomes uh, with our personnel when things like that happen, and I know that we've we certainly train. We train all the time. We for do, it. and I certainly hope that uh, you know the the reports. I, I can I can see it. I can see calls that we get of of situations. Sometimes they're false alarms, but we still get there at the same time, we and do. we're still deploying how we train. Yep. So we we know that uh, that it is a little bit different, and they. The general public does need to be aware and, and confident that, uh, that they're going to get a uh, – I'll, I'll coin it and say a service above self um, response from us where, where that mission is to protect the kids. And, yeah, and it may agencies. not even be a school. It may be whatever. any active shooter at whatever. a mall or a church or whatever the case yeah, may be. whatever it is. Um, those people are more important to us than us. And um, we're going to do everything we can to eliminate that threat while yeah.
1: you all are with us to um, help triage and, triage get and get people move out. patients Absolutely. out of the way. That's our job and get them to the hospital, right? That, that's our job, fire. Your job is to deal with whatever's going on, but our job is to, to work with law enforcement. And law enforcement, I know that your agency and, and all the other ones understand that we're going to get fire in there pretty quick to to move people, treat Whoever is injured yeah. quickly, effectively, and get them out of the way and get them transported. Right? we all we all get it. Yeah,
0: I, I think that's one of the one of the the good things about here that that may not be in the rest of the country, uh, or at least the majority of the country is is how close we are. Exactly. In in how we interact. Yep. Um There there really isn't. I mean, there, there's never been a case, even in my 30 years, and I mean, you're 40, um, <laughs> where we've said, you know, I wonder why are the deputies here or you know, why we, is fire here? It's no. it's almost just an expected.
1: Uh, and you see it more on the men and women on the streets, right? When you and I get to go and see something that's going on, uh, I see fire and sheriffs working really close together all, all the time on mm-hmm. a lot of calls. And this obviously would be the most stressful for both of our agencies right. or something like this ever does happen. And and one of the things I always tell my my people is, if we train hard enough on this, it never happens. I always always say that, right? And that's one reason I like that we're prepared as best we can. Um, Maybe we can continue uh, not having these for a very, very long time, I'm hoping. Yeah, I, I know we already had them. It's the the
0: emphasis has been to to broadcast them now to the to the schools and everything else, just be, in light of what happened. Yeah, but no. we had already been in the process yes. of arranging these oh, yeah. these big summertime summertime school out yep. is when the schools you know give up their schools yep. to us so we can train at this. You guys we have appreciate. been the leaders,
1: and you guys have been the leaders in doing it. Yeah, yeah, no, you're, you're, the sheriff's department has been. It just happened. We we've been participant, but I I when you know, you and I knew each other back in the Hamid days, and and uh, there was always that leadership there that they had worked with the school district to provide a school. They had actors and players, and right. we all went through and did our did our job. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We do everything we can to make sure that uh, we we get out of it as quickly and safely as possible. But yep. uh, I I hope you're right. The more we train, the less it's going to
1: happen. So. <sighs> I wish I felt we'll that way. As a, as a captain, when i was on an engine, if I train for this, we'll never do it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Murphy's Law. Right? It's Murphy's yes. Law. <laughs> absolutely.
0: No, it's I. I'm, I'm glad you came on. It's um, I'm glad uh, it's For the for Riverside County residents to, especially with us. Uh, so, you know, typically we we highlight something in our department, an agency, or a, a bureau, or something, a team in our department. But uh, when we were thinking about you know what are we going to do next, it's like well. It may be a different department, but we work hand-in-hand hand so much, it was like it was a natural sure, natural thought to get you on here and talk a little bit about FIRE and us and the relationships and uh, working together to keep Riverside County safer.
1: We do. It's really terrific. Very and good. I understand why it took so long to, to have me on here. We're sort of the places uh, you know, heroes, FIRE is. And... Uh, you know, I <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let you. Keep, I'll let you end on that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank very you very good. much, Chef, yeah. for
1: having me on. It's Absolutely, been a real I'm glad pleasure. to see you. Thank you. Glad to
0: see you here. Thanks for coming on, Bill. Yeah. I appreciate it. You bet. Thank you all for listening in, and we will see you next time on the RSO Roundup.